3: The most
1: amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. You are the
0: best. You the best. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? you dig it! out to morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. All right, so we're going to play uh, the one-second game. We've also got best and worst of the weekend. We've got our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley's going to join us, and we've announced Fairway to Hell 4 going down Saturday, September 19th at Davilio McClure Disc Golf Courses. Those are two separate courses. That's not one name, just so you know. You can register at Basket Case Disc Golf 21st and Memorial Or you can get more info at KMOD.com. Hi, Sam.
4: Good morning, buddy. Did you miss me a ton? Yes. Oh, my God. It feels like I've seen you or haven't seen you in so long because I can see your face hair.
2: It's been like a month since you were last here.
0: Month seems a little dramatic, but Gimby is dramatic. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Because
0: he's going on 50. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah wrapped filming last Monday and then
4: well before I couldn't it grows least,
0: this much in a week
4: I couldn't see you that well on camera to see how well it was growing out and so different person I kind of miss the stash I miss the porno stash
0: I I do not
4: no not even a little bit
0: no uh we had our patio party on Friday people were asking about you uh we even had this email where someone was like, hey, I'm really concerned that Sam may have COVID and you guys are out having a patio party. You know, this is how it gets spread, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I just replied back with the HIPAA laws apply to us as well. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a good
0: answer. It's the truth. I Just because I know the answer doesn't mean I can tell you the answer. Correct. Right, right. So, Sam,
4: do you have COVID? I do not. I'm negative for COVID.
0: Hooray! It's With- good to know that you've at least eliminated one diagnosis from your life. <laughs> <Right>?
4: <laughs> it's it's kind of frustrating because they told me to, to look on My Healthy vet and that my results would post either uh, Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning. And so they weren't posting and I did not understand what was going on in... Anyways, I had to call and be put on hold for a really long time to finally find out that I did not have COVID. It was either Thursday or Friday. I can't remember.
0: Um, I could only imagine you dealing with that and going, I'm doing something wrong. There's something I'm not doing right to not get the same because I'm doing what they told me. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, You're like, very much that person, which is a great quality.
4: Like Especially technology-wise, I'm like, what button, button am I not pushing right? And then... They, when I talked to the nurse, they're like, "Yeah, those results will come up. It'll just take like thirty six hours to actually post." And I was like, "Then why'd you tell me to check on Tuesday?" Yeah. And now three or thirty six hours after you expected me to check it on Tuesday, so that was the problem. Is it just takes longer to post? Well,
0: Gimpy had his test Wednesday, Tuesday, and they told him twenty four forty eight hours.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what the doctor said. And your results are? Uh she got them. She got the results. She got the email for the results, went to log in, forgot her username and password. Ah. She's going to check them today when she gets in, gets into work. Uh, Okay. Have you been told your results? They were sent to her. Okay. I don't know why
0: you're getting that way. I'm trying to... You said Mm -hmm. they would text you. That's what you said.
2: Right. Apparently, that's just for coronavirus information. It sent me a text message. I was like, ooh, I got my results. No, it just reminded me to wash my hands. So they... The, the You have a benefit mm-hmm. of knowing the person that got you the test. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Traditionally, I would imagine they contact the patient. Yes. But in, that's
2: not what they're going to that's, do. I guess not. I don't know because I haven't gotten an email, but she's like, she, we were hanging out yesterday. She's like, hey, I got my results. And I'm like, sweet. She's like, looks like yours were sent to me as well. Awesome. Log in to find out what it is. Can't do that.
4: Did they give you a login to? Because it would be weird no. for them to send... Like just Hipple laws to be like
0: Nurse. Mm. His girl's a nurse.
4: Oh, so she has a hookup mm, to be like a yes. skirt around Indeed. that. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, gotcha. it's not skirted around it. Right. Well, it's, I mean, as the nurse, he, it, you have access yes, to it. Yes, that's
4: what I meant. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean it's to offend you. I didn't mean to offend Dollars her.
0: Too late. I
2: don't think he was offended. I just don't want to imply they're skirting HIPAA laws, <laughs> <laughs> getting around the uh, the the man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll find out today. She's on her way to work, so we'll find out uh, today what those issues. Hopefully, are. hopefully, hopefully. That's what I thought 24 to 48 hours ago. Bunch of bull. Well, you 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 thought you're. Right. The nurse would know 24 right, to 48 right, hours right. after. 16 days ago when I took my goddamn test. Uh,
4: <laughs> Which is funny because then we were like giving each other so much hell. like, ha ha, Sam, mm-hmm. I'm going to get my results in 24 hours and you've been waiting a week and right. then the same thing's going to happen exact to you. the same thing's going <laughs> to happen to Right. right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny because there are so many people going, well, just go here. You'll get an answer right away. That's called a rapid test. That's mm-hmm. a different type of test mm-hmm. and there are tons of issues with them.
4: And I feel like the, I my understanding is you have a rapid test if you need to have like a heart surgery right yeah. away and you need to make sure you don't have COVID to have heart surgery, not because you're feeling symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: the wife and I decided that we were going to – this is how – I mean, this changes daily. But you got to try th- – this isn't going anywhere. So I don't want to get it. I want to make sure we're being as careful as possible. But I've got to figure out how to blend things into my life again.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: So far as like just everyday activities
0: or. Yeah. Going on dates. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Going, taking the girls out for a family date. Yeah. Right. Going to the neighborhood pool, all that stuff. I'm not saying don't be cautious. And I'm saying there aren't days that you go, well, it doesn't feel right. We shouldn't go out.
2: But ultimately, nobody's giving guidance no man there's a mandate here in town everybody's got to wear their mask everywhere they go bro all throughout the weekend went through several different spots went to a quick trip not a near damn one in there wearing a careful, mask Careful, for careful except for the workers careful I can, I can you're speak. a
0: part of that problem too. i
2: understand but when i go to the grocery store just because i went 10 feet in to get my pizza and then out there whatever when i'm going in Nonetheless, the fact of it is is different restaurants, people aren't wearing a mask. At the gas stations, people aren't wearing them. You know, it's 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 just it's a it's all over the place. Well, maybe they have the
4: same attitude of like I'm just going in to grab a pack of Oreos, 10 minutes I'll be right out.
2: Maybe so. If I'm
0: pumping gas, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. There's nobody near me. Makes yeah, sense. You're be- at the pump. Yeah, there's be- no one there should be no reason for me to The gas pump is fine. I don't think it's gonna get to COVID. <laughs> you never know. Now, if there's, if sometimes the station's packed, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But but when I go get gas at four thirty in the morning or whatever, I'm not wearing around. a mask. Yeah, there's no one at the pump. Mm-hmm. You go could. into the, go in, sure. Yeah, get a little sugary donut, sure. Mm, yes. but yeah, that there are there are people that are not wearing the mask and they think that that's their right and that's fine. That's I can't teach you how to care about other people. That's the reality of that.
2: So what I've seen a uh, meme on Facebook or whatever, and it's like uh, nine months into this pandemic or six months into this pandemic or whatever, you'd think it would be gone already or something to that effect uh, because, you know, wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. I forget what it was, but I was like, that's stupid. No, it was like six months into this pandemic and asking people to wear a mask is kind of like going to a, or having a baby delivered then asking for condoms once the baby comes out. That's stupid. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: That's
2: stupid. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm.
4: You can't reverse a baby. <laughs> you can reverse pandemic. If we all just agree to start doing the right things,
0: <laughs> things people do to <laughs> rationalize. Mm-hmm. Um, So, congratulations on the negative then, Sam, and best wishes, Gimpy, on yours. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I hope you get that negative.
4: It's not the first time I've been super excited to have a negative test, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: And then you were on the show with us last week, and then you had to leave urgently Mm -hmm. for a family matter. Uh, Do you want to tell everybody what happened, or...
4: Um, yeah, and I've shared this on social media because I had people asking, but um, on Wednesday, my brother-in-law died, my older sister's husband, uh. and they have he has been in our family for like 20 years because before they got married, he worked with my mom, and so he's been in my life a very long time, and so I called him because his name is also Jeff. And my boyfriend's name is Jeff. So for when me and my sister would talk to each other, it would get very confusing. And so I would call him Bill, like as his nickname. And so... Um, I.e.
0: brother-in-law.
4: I.e. brother-in-law, yes. yes. And um, he like very much, I don't know, it's like a weird thing because brother-in-law kind of sounds like removed, but he felt like a brother to me. And I guess I've just known him so long and he... Is has been such a big part of our family that it, it genuinely feels like I lost my brother. Yeah. And so yeah. it's been, like, incredibly tough. I think it's been, I'm not going to say harder than losing my dad, but in the past two years, I've had five deaths to mourn. Yeah. And so it's a lot in a short period of time, and I feel like it's now coming to a head to where this time has been... A lot. In two years, you've had harder. five,
0: your dad, Yeah. your brother-in-law, who else? Opa. Yeah. So there's that, was, that was more than two years, wasn't it?
4: No. Opa no, we, died two months after my dad died.
0: Yeah, like oh, within oh the gosh. last two
2: years. So where were the other two then? For
0: some reason, I thought, oh, doesn't matter, mm. but I thought Opa died before you. Mm. Opa being Jeff's grandfather, for those that yes. aren't unaware.
4: <laughs> and Eve, like. Um, I knew Jeff two weeks before I met Opa and me and Opa got very close who both military and he said, I love you yeah. to me like when I was one of his grandkids. And I kind of opened my mouth about the number five, which I <laughs> want to recant <laughs> because I'm not ready to talk about the fifth one, but it's been um, my dad, Opa, my grandma, yeah. and now right. my your grandma, right? Mm-hmm. So it's That's just, a lot, girl. Yeah, in two years, it's, I mean, it's a lot. I had a telehealth appointment with my therapist, and um, like she, I just happened to get the appointment. We it was already planned out, and it was the day after he died, and so it, I was like a very um, a mess, and I'm like trying to like check things like giving myself a pep talk when i got at the door like you're not gonna cry about this here today at 10 you can but i'm gonna shut off feelings here about this because it is so hard for my family and me but my therapist even being like that's not normal that's not a normal amount of loss for people no and so no and it's hard because i'm grieving I'm grieving Jeff, but I'm also grieving my sister's Sure. 36-year-old widow like that was her relationship to her Jeff is a lot like my relationship to my Jeff, which which they were each other's worlds. They didn't have kids together. Right. And so it's just really hard to watch my sister go through this and then not be able to f- to fix anything.
0: Yeah, that you can't fix anything.
4: Yeah, at like least you can't undo it. And like with COVID,
0: Was he sick? Did he have? Was he sick?
4: I mean, he had health issues, and um, that's something that uh, my sister doesn't really want me sharing. Right, that's
0: not for broadcast Uh, on the air. Okay, right.
4: But um, regardless of him being, he he wasn't. He was, he was sick in that like, oh, maybe he'll die at seventy or sixty, and not in your forties. Kind of sick. It was like beyond sudden. Nothing that you would expect. Right, he in, had some health
0: things he was dealing with, but by no means, this right. this was a shock to everyone.
4: Yeah, by no means was it like this related. It's not like he had cancer, some kind of sickness, or mm. something like that, that it was related. It wasn't in any way related to that. So, I So I feel like it's been hard. It was obviously you guys saw me lose my dad now how that felt like everything just feels super amplified right now everything feels like a 10 and all the hurt feels like a 10 and then my sister took care of all my dad's funeral arrangements and for the first time because i've never really thought about it that like when you lose a spouse you have so many decisions to make immediately after they die yeah and it feels so unfair to put that on the person that has to like grieve to be like oh we, you need to worry about this piece of paper like that i it never clicked to me before that it just feels like super unfair to i, I don't know you don't put that off you have to do that stuff and I've, you
0: have to make the decisions you can't pawn it off onto someone else
4: right and my sister's the one that like is nurturing and you know takes care of everything so i think it's hard for her to delegate but she um has put, given me the honor of doing a bunch of stuff for the funeral. And so it's helped me focus getting those things done for her.
0: We've talked about that before. I think that that is an important part of healing or to start the funeral, the healing process. Well, whether it be the funeral or memorial service or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's not, this isn't resentment, but like when my dad died, he didn't want a funeral or anything. And so there was no chance to start the healing. There's no closure there. I mean, I don't um, know if it's closure. I think it's like y- hmm. y- you've got to light the fuse to figure out what the new world's going to be like. Yeah. And so when my dad did that, I, uh, his choice totally respected it. We delayed it a long time to where I had already started that process. So I think that psychologically speaking, I think it's an, Im- it's an important part. I mean, that doesn't make it any easier, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand why no one would want to do it. I'm just saying that there, there's a reason for that to have, to be involved. I think it's a great gift when someone helps figure some of those things out, right? Like your dad did. I think that that is an amazing... I think everyone should do that. Yeah. I think everyone should do that when they have the means to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it just it's like this final gift.
4: Of being able to not have to worry about that. Yeah, just take some of the
0: of the hard decisions out.
4: In um, again, when my dad died, my sister took care of everything, so I didn't understand just how much she did until this of like realizing how much she took on like while she's grieving.
0: Like, what's one that comes to mind that
4: well you're shocked by? Um, like the death certificate stuff and the life insurance stuff and the paperwork that you need to fill out. And like um, they didn't have a printer at their house. And so because now you email everything and um, they just both of them are working from home. And so, you know, we brought a printer over to her house and just like 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 little things that you have to like fill out and send out mm-hmm. and to to notify people. And I didn't know that my sister had, um, you know, the memorial cards that I made uh, for at my dad's funeral to hand out that, you know, you get at all the funerals that my sister had sent them out to members of my family who couldn't make it to the funeral. I didn't even know that she did that. And like just like little things that I had zero idea that you were supposed to do or, or the kind thing to do was until it it was like, oh let me take let me take some of this off your plate. What right. can I do to help like write this yeah. second?
0: There are some people that can't even go pick up the death certificate. Right? because It yeah, feels final. so final. Or the ashes.
4: I couldn't do that with my dad. I couldn't yeah. pick up his ashes and I couldn't um the death certificate part I couldn't have a part of. And again, she sheltered me from all that. And so now I'm trying to kind of do the same thing yeah. shelter her from Yeah, some but of she that. knows
1: right yeah
4: but i i guess going through this part of like where we're at cuz he died on wednesday so this is still super fresh not even like a week old and i just feel like i don't know there's just so much to do that i want to be able to do as much as i can for her for a person who is kind of a lot like you that your type eight personality, like I'll handle it. I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard for my sister to delegate and that's yeah. to kind of force her to delegate and ask for help. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's it might make her been... comfortable
0: though. That might give her, it's kind of a bad word, but like a distraction.
4: Yeah. Well, and I, and I can understand that too, because, if, um, we, on Saturday, I have was crying a lot, obviously, and trying not to cry in front of my sister because it's not about me, it's about her. So, like, crying, getting my strength together in front of her because I don't want to be the reason that she's crying. Sure. And so um, on Saturday we got back from her house and I came home and I cried and I was like, I just can't do this. Let's go to the box yard yeah. and get ice cream because I'm not going to cry in front of random people, I don't know, just to... Yeah, not be in those feelings for a little while.
0: Sometimes those people need to see others cry so they don't feel alone. Yeah, makes sense.
4: This is a hard.
0: You can't overanalyze everything,
4: which I do, and then I, my yeah. he, my <laughs> he, my head spins about a thousand different things of something I did or something I didn't act right or have the right reaction of or. There's been a thousand of those things that have happened over the past five sure. days. Sure, And so it's just been, it's been really overwhelmingly hard.
0: Yeah. Life comes at you fast.
4: Yeah. And it's a bitch and it won't stop.
0: Yeah. Never. It'll never go away. Everybody's fighting their own wars.
4: Yeah. I'm just tired of losing people at Christmas.
0: At Christmas, well,
4: I mean, there's like one less person. <laughs> our like, Christ- for Christmas. It, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, there's like one less person in our Christmas picture each year, and I'm just, it's like, God damn, give us a break. Yeah. Maybe if I stop saying God damn, then he will give me a break. I almost,
0: <laughs> I almost, I almost sent, sent this to you, but I chose not to because I figured, like, I know your your reaction would have been, and it's like, you know, maybe you need to start taking up some prayer. And that, that's you're, not me saying you're missing or lacking something. You need Jesus in your life. That's not yeah. right. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is as personally someone who needs some to feel like he's doing something, there's times you can't. And so that's my way of feeling like at least I'm doing something.
4: Yeah. And believe me, you're not the first person who's told me that. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> this week. I'm sure. <laughs> but I, I'm not selling it from a standpoint of this will fix everything. Yeah. I'm selling it from a standpoint of, If you're like me, who needs something to feel like he's doing something to help.
4: Right. Well, then when you feel like you're drowning and there's not much to do, that it certainly hasn't hurt. Before, You used to just pray to my dad, but I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out something. I don't know.
0: Well, when you figure it out, will you clue the rest of us in? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Because it won't, and sadly, it won't be the last person.
4: I know. Christmases
0: will get smaller and smaller. Yeah. But on the same side, they'll also get bigger and bigger. Because new people will come into your life. I go? Yeah. Well, that sucks, and I'm sorry. Thank you. I wish there was some way to fix it. I
4: appreciate you saying that. And that
0: feeling you have, you, you aren't alone. There are a lot of people that feel like our Christmases are getting smaller. And I'll, I remember a young Sam when Biggie lost his mom, and I lost my dad, and all, and you making the statement, I've never lost anybody, not since my friend back when I was younger,
4: which feels like literally,
0: it, and it was a loss, right? It yeah, was a loss. It was a loss, but, but it wasn't. Was it?
4: it Compared, not,
0: it's not the same. It's not even anywhere close. Your emotions about him were real, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They weren't like. They weren't real.
4: I loved him. Yeah. But it's not the same.
0: Well, that sucks. I'm, I am sorry. I know a lot of listeners feel bad, too. Gimpy, not so much. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got news quickies. You up for that? Yes. Okay, we're going to do news quickies. We'll be back.
1: The Big Mad Morning Show returns.
0: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, then what you want to say to 829-45. Best and worst of the weekend is coming up. Jeff Hensley is going to join us. If you have a question about a divorce or custody or something like that, there's some weird issues going on with families and not being able to see kids that they're supposed to be splitting custody with. Jeff can answer those questions for free. He'll be in the studio with us at 9, uh, so you can get your questions over to us via email, if you'd like, at uh, show at KMOD.com.
2: It's time for news quickies. World news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f-? Now, here's Corbin, Gimpy and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD.
4: Bridesmaid fuming after being edited in original wedding photos. So... This is kind of girly drama, but it is hilarious. Okay, so this bride is being slammed by her friends after they discovered that she asked the wedding photographer to edit the appearance of one of her bride fa- or one of her bridesmaids in her official photos. And so what she did was Printed out a picture of um, her and her bridesmaids and gave that picture to her and her bridesmaids, just like a group shot of all of them. And then for the photos that she was keeping herself, she edited her friend. And I guess her friend didn't look flattering in one of her dresses, which is, I read, is kind of code, is maybe your friend was a little bit chonky. And so they edited her to make her look a little bit skinnier. And, um, She is saying that her friend, Heather, got super offended by this because she had seen the, then saw the official wedding photos, and um, another one of these bridesmaids was like, wow, you look really good in the official photos, pointing out that, like, they've been edited, you look better because they edited you to look skinnier, and the bride's like, it's her fault. She should not have told Heather that she looked better in the edited photos.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! This is there's so many things going on
2: here. That's that's news nowadays. Oh Bridesmaids and brides um, it out.
4: So um, she, they got into a yelling match, and then she told Heather that she needs to be more secure and <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: embrace your fatness heather <laughs> yeah pretty much you need to be more secure and it's like mm, then you shouldn't have you were the one insecure about her fatness cuz you didn't want her fattening up your photos that's what that was
0: right it's her insecurity with her friend's body
4: <laughs> yes exactly heather was like fine with how she looked clearly or whatever and her friends like mm. I need all Can't my bridesmaids to be under two bills. So, can you just edit oh, this?
2: <laughs> we couldn't afford to rent a helicopter to take these photos. So, <laughs> right. we would slim these things down. Now, a woman beats her daddy over some medical pot down in Florida. There's this gal. She's 22. Her name's Dakota. She apparently was having a bad day. She asked her dad, Luigi for some of his medical marijuana but he wasn't going to share with her so she starts scrapping with the man dude's nearly 60 Uh, they ended up uh, falling to the ground she tore his shirt she tried to grab him by the balls well the police got involved they went ahead and come out did their investigation they're like why are you fighting your old man dakota well he shares his medical marijuana with his friends but he won't share any with me Ended up taking her in, of course, for misdemeanor battery. She is all of four eleven. Was released later on that day. A lot, a lot going on there. A lot. Tiny little firecracker
0: just won't get high. Weed. <laughs> uh, brothers accused of fighting at Target store. <laughs> they were, well. It's really who wanted to sit next to the fake dog and get their <laughs> photo taken with it. Mm. Uh, criminal charges are being filed against two brothers accused of getting into a scuffle with security guards after. Refusing to wear masks.
4: Oh, my God. Prosecutors say
0: 31. 31-year-old 31. Philip Hamilton and 29-year-old brother Paul refused to wear masks at a Target store on May 1st. They were being escorted out of the store when one of the brothers turned and punched a guard. The brawl broke out in the vitamin section, leaving a guard with a broken arm. The melee was captured on surveillance video. The brothers have pled not guilty and are scheduled to appear on August 12th. Both face jail time of up to a year for not wearing cloth over their mouth and nose.
4: To help other people, you dicks!
0: <laughs> uh, all these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69.
1: Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The
0: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 Sam is got sports for us.
4: The Clippers' Lou Williams has to quarantine for 10 days after leaving the league's bubble to attend a family member's funeral. As a result of the quarantine, he'll miss at least two of the Clippers' seating games. One of the biggest issues the NBA had with Williams leaving the bubble is that he also went to an Atlanta club with photographers on social media showing him with a group of people.
0: Not a club. Not a club? A strip club.
4: Ooh,
3: and one of his
0: buddies took a picture of him and his friend here mm-hmm. and posted it to Instagram and then took it down immediately and then made a comment saying, hey, I I miss him. That was an old photo. But in the photo, he's wearing one of the masks mm-hmm. that oh. they hand out in the bubble.
4: Hey, oh, not no. an old picture. But you know what? Everyone grieves differently. If you need some boobs in the <laughs> face. Yes. <laughs>
0: true but you're probably supposed to be going to the funeral and coming back.
4: Yeah. I I'm, I'm not going to argue there you should
0: be in trouble for that. It's what he would have wanted.
4: Right. And he
0: went AWOL too by the way.
4: Like he just left.
0: From my understanding, yes. And uh Clippers I believe like 5 of the, like 4 of the five starters have have left the bubble.
2: Huh? Well, that's not good.
0: Yeah, they've they've got kind of a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just all over the place doing whatever they want to do.
0: Yeah, you're asking grown adults who are very financially Mm well-off and have means Mm -hmm. to stay in one spot (laughs) in a hotel. And I don't know if people know this, but hotels suck. Oh, I love hotels. You like visiting
2: hotels.
4: I like hotel sex, let's be clear. And I guess probably the Clippers aren't having hotel sex right now.
2: I mean, maybe <laughs> listen with some of the strippers at the club. There's a big difference
0: between going to a hotel because you know fun happens there and mm-hmm. going to a hotel because it's work.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. And I
0: mean, when you've so got to go for work, ugh.
4: You, ugh. Miss, you miss your tings. Yeah. He, yeah.
0: The, yeah. That's. I don't blame them, but. It might be worth the trade-off of a couple million dollars. <laughs>
4: uh, I like the hotels you go to where you can like pick out the pillows, and they're like, we got lavender-scented pillows with that. That's down. not a
0: real thing.
4: Uh, oh, it is.
0: It's not a real thing. It is. Th- Listen, they do that at some resorts.
4: Well, at the Ambassador <laughs> but- downtown they did, because you're for sure I ordered a memory foam uh, lavender pillow, and it was lovely.
0: Sure. it's not, But it's not a real thing. Well, I mean... They they go... Right. (laughs) They take the pillow off the shelf. Uh (laughs) You want memory foam? Okay. And then Lavender, here's the... uh what is the the poo-poo spray stuff? Right. They get that and they're pfft, <laughs> and that's it. Don't ruin it for me. I just I just I don't figured... want you to think it's like some fancy like where they're burning sage and then they, like some I don't know <laughs> no. middle you know other cultural woman is like stuffing it and then like preparing
2: no. it for you. No.
4: They're plucking it from a lavender field no. right after the rain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> no, oh, they got lavender fields here in Oklahoma. Oh yeah, really? dude. There's a okay.
0: huge lavender farm near. Haskell. Huge. I'll go check that out then. Dude, they're awesome. (laughs) They smell amazing and a ton of bees.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What about the bees? (laughs) That's Balls of All Sports from am Sam on 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460- KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945- Somebody texted in. I lived out of hotels for two years for work and I loved it. Hey, listen, there are exceptions to everything. Mm-hmm. Overall, I don't know a lot of people that loved working in hotel living in hotels. But that's good you did. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened to you this weekend and the worst thing that happened to you this weekend? <laughs> 918-460-KMOD. Uh <laughs> Sam? Mm.
4: Uh the worst is dealing with Bill's death and just all the heartbreak that has come with that. Um, it I have never seen more of my family like I've seen them every single day and since Thursday afternoon, and that's been pretty amazing. And the first hug that I got to give my sister after finding out that I was negative for COVID was the... I can't even describe to you the feeling of how amazing that was because to see my to see something that traumatic happen to my sister so suddenly and so similarly than the way that my dad died mm-hmm. and then not be able to like wrap your arms around someone was just like torture. So the very first hug that I got to give her, like I can't explain to you how loving and amazing and just that was easily Oh, that was the best. But the hardest was dealing with, you know, everything with Bill. Um
0: and it then, sounds weird from a coworker standpoint, but hugs are underrated. They really are.
4: They will they make eat. everything
2: better. Everything.
4: Immediately gave me emotional right now. <laughs> like
2: Thinking about hugs?
4: No, no, no. Getting oh. a hug. Getting mm. a hug. And truly like my sister's you <laughs> No.
0: We'll keep room for the Holy Ghost.
4: Um my <laughs> sister's best friend Jamie gave much me a does he, need,
2: really? <laughs> he just hips out. That's it. Yeah, hips out.
4: <laughs> no, I want all hips. I want the whole body oh, hug no. the oh, oh this no, is nah.
0: With a coworker?
4: <laughs> oh, okay, you're right. Yeah. You gotta keep your hips out with the coworker. You're right. But,
0: if I hugged like I hugged you when I saw you, mm-hmm. if I hugged you and pressed my hips. Against your (laughs) hips.
4: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but my awkward. My sister gave me, uh, or my sister's best friend gave me a hug, and like, I could feel her love in the hug, like so much that I commented, like, Jesus, you give the best hugs. Like I could feel your love through your hug, and she was like, Oh, that's something I've been working on, is so that people can that I'm giving better hugs, that people can feel my emotion through my hugs, Hmm. and it and it worked. I like genuinely felt the love. Um, so anyways, the worst part of my weekend was pretty much all of it. Uh, but the best part was um, yesterday for two hours, I really needed some like good, happy stuff. And so I went over and saw my friend's twins. And it was so wonderful, and um, their name is Winter Wilder. And I feel like Wilder is an empath, and he can feel like when someone's sad. So he was, like, extra cuddly with me and, like, did the baby neck thing where they, like, nuzzle right in your neck and yeah. just give you so much love. And, like, oh, I needed it, and I brought them presents, and they were just having so much fun, and I needed some, like, positive, life is happy and so I got to top off the weekend with that. So that was wonderful.
0: Best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. What's the best thing that happened to you this weekend or the worst? You can also text it to us if you want, BMMS, and what that is, 282945. Gimpy, what was the best and what was the worst?
2: I guess the best part of the weekend would be uh, Friday night after the patio party. Girlfriend and I made a bit of a date night out of it, had a, had a sitter. So we went and hung out and played some pool and shot some darts and had a good time a good time where do you go do that at uh we left uh big whiskey went over to the town pump for a little while and then from the town pump just kind of zigzagged our way back home stopped off at friendly's for a little while which i haven't been in friendly's tavern and pooh it's been 10 years or more, or whatever. And it's nice to see that you can go in there after 10 years of not being there, and it hasn't changed any at all whatsoever. <laughs> feels familiar, Well, yes. I mean, they did update the dartboards. I think that was awesome. So, yeah, we sat back. We hung out, shot some pool, played some darts, had a good night. Um, worst part of the weekend, I guess Saturday, we decided, hey, let's go to Dripping Springs. Okay, Dripping Springs right down here in Oak Mogi. You Google it up waterfalls and lagoons and this and that and the other swimming holes and i'm like well yeah let's go let's go see some waterfalls why not and we drove around for a goddamn hour around that park and never did find there one nothing but we did find you know a uh, little swimming hole that was practically empty and we uh, jumped in it was it was pretty good but the fact of it is the whole purpose of going down there didn't find it at all whatsoever
0: that was the I, worst part. I've never heard of Dripping Springs, so I didn't know about it. That's Yeah, cool.
2: it's a state park. I, it's the only time I've ever heard about it is on a Cancer Sucks Handlebars and Hot Rods poker run. I was supposed to go out there, but Lola... My GPS took me the wrong way, so I never got out there. And that was years, years, years ago, and I've been wanting to go ever since. So I'm like, well, hell, why not? And, and uh, it's a really good park uh, out there on Oak Mogi Lake and Dripping Springs. It, uh, it's really nice. It's a really nice lake out there. It's very clean. Uh, I just didn't find the falls that I was looking for. So maybe next time.
0: I'm looking at Dripping Springs. Oh, that's Oklahoma.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that right? It'd be Dripping Springs, Oklahoma, or is it Dripping Sp- Springs Park. Dripping Springs State Park in Oak Mulgee. Uh, Apparently, there is another Dripping Springs that's closer to Arkansas. And I didn't know that because my girlfriend's like, why don't we go to this one? It's much nicer. And I was like, well, check it out. And she's like, we can't swim there. All right, cool. Well, I know a place where we can. So we went. It's really nice out there. Very, very. It's a small lake for sure, but it's clean. We got a lot of different areas out there to go and picnic or camp or whatever. Pretty solid. Best and worst of the weekend,
0: 918-460-KMOD. Best part of the weekend, um, my wife and I went and did like a day brunch on Saturday, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. A little craft of mimosas. That was pretty great, right? Yeah. And then the worst part of the weekend was, my ki- oh, my oldest for her birthday got a like slushy machine, like a snow. <laughs> Like a ice That's shaving machine. the same machine?
2: slushies we were talking about last week, right? No.
0: Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> you might remember when when I was little, they were the Snoopy ones where you put the ice in and it makes hey. little snow cones. Mm-hmm. Well, they've evolved them a little bit, and so uh, but it didn't come with the flavor syrups, mm-hmm. so I made the syrups right, it's just water, sugar, Kool Aid packet. Yeah. So I make the syrups, and I'm putting them in these mason jars to cool, and I put the lid on it, and then I was going to shake up the Kool Aid. So I did all that, and that's not a good idea because if you know anything about how physics works, because it was boiling and hot, and then I put it in this mason jar, and then I covered it with the lid, it spewed this hot syrup all over my shirt and oh, damn. my arm, oh, damn. and like scalded my arm. Damn. Now, I didn't have blisters or anything, but I do have some marks still. Some red. What redness? color was it? Red? It was, it was red, yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was like, oh my God, I'm burning my body. <laughs> it was hor- for for uh, for, a, syrup, slushy? for <laughs> a snow cone at best. Yeah. And so, anyway, so I'm like, whatever, it's my kids, it's worth it.
2: <laughs>
0: do the slushy thing, we do the ice, put it in there, and I'm cranking it around, break the handle off. Oh, hell. And that's it.
4: <laughs> End of toy? End of toy. Oh, was she sad?
0: Uh, no, because I went in, and got a hammer and just smashed some
2: ice up and put it in a cup and then they still got to have some they were fine. And what's it a win-win win right yeah. there? Yeah, they didn't. Who needs a fancy machine when you got a claw hammer and a Ziploc? Yeah. Just put you in got the a talent. daddy. Bang the crap out of it. <laughs> just treat it like it's a, the bitch that it is. Dirty, dirty ice.
0: <laughs> That's fun. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, best was I got an Apple watch for my birthday. Worst, I had to share a cabin at Sequoia State
2: Park with five other family members. Ugh. Oh, well, I mean, at least they're family, they're not strangers.
4: I, I mean, I told Corbin that like, oh, I don't want to get an Apple Watch. They're too bulky. It looks way too techy. Like. You, they look douchey. I you, think. Douchey were yeah. the words. You yeah. didn't
0: go down that other road. Yeah. You just said douchey, which yeah. my response was, so I look douchey.
4: Yes, yes. And
0: you said yes. Yes.
6: <laughs>
4: and I completely take that back now because I want an Apple Watch so bad. My sister has a dope-ass band with, like, cactuses on it, and the sides are, like, rose gold, and it's so cool. And I want one really bad now, but they're expensive, and we love Spent way too much money, so that's not going to happen for a while, but I have completely changed my mind, and I want an Apple Watch you now. You want to look douchey now. Yes. I want to join all the other douches that have one.
0: Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, best was I got to take a seven-year-old girl to her first Drillers game. Nice. I hope it was your daughter, and got her a ball and glove.
2: That really does change everything, doesn't it? it. Context is so important. Hey, little girl, you want to go see a baseball game? It just says I got to take a seven-year-old girl. Is it just some random one? or Pick them up at the parking lot? Mm -hmm.
0: Worst part, I got arrested for child abduction. No, worst part was I had to fly a sign to get money for the game. So like someone that, you know, flies signs in the air? Right? I, there's like a store closing in Owasso, mm-hmm. and there's people on the side holding those signs, you know? Yeah. And yeah. they pay them whatever amount of money to stand there and hold a sign. That's it. All day. That's it. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, they sit in That have looks horrible. I do not have the temperance mm. to do that. Yeah. I can't stand still that long.
4: No, but the, the, the super cool guys that, like, have an art to it and will, like, spin it and flip it. And t- t- no, 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 no. G- G- this is a, a stick. Phone, no, No, phone. no, no,
0: no, no. This is a stick with posters attached to it, and they just yeah. stand there. I've That's never it. seen these people. I know what you're a sign spinner, I'm aware. Mm. This is not that. This is just somebody holding a stick on the corner of the road, watching their phone.
2: Sweating, right? Oh. Their oh. ass off, fifteen outside. Yeah. yeah.
4: Then why not just, you know, save the minimum wage that you're paying somebody and just put a sign?
0: The I've, I, I don't know. Maybe people see that and go, "Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna go shop there. Look, I saw this person <laughs> holding a sign." <laughs> It seems weird. It's a weird way
4: have you, to pay for somebody. Okay, have you ever seen a sign spinner that did such a good job, you're like, I'm going to go shop there?
0: Oh, no, never.
4: <laughs> Gimpy?
0: Mm, no. I've also never pulled into a car dealership because they had an inflatable gorilla on it. Oh, but the wacky wild inflatable arm-flaming tube nope, man? Nope. nope, nope no. I've never stopped there. Now, I've rec- I've looked been on an intersection and seen it and go, oh, I'll have to remember that that's there. Mm-hmm. So maybe... You know, not directly because of the you know dancing tube guy.
4: Yeah, uh, they have ones for your desk that are like little mini ones. Ugh, Karen, I want stop. one so bad. Stop, they're Karen. so cute. No they're, no, they're not. But they make a lot of noise. That's the problem. Yeah, can't have one here.
2: Yeah, you can have one in there. Yeah.
4: No, because then it'll you know well, go when we're not on the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right,
2: you get to play with it for fifteen minutes out of the entire day. Yeah. Best, I won the
0: River Spirit getaway. Worst, went to Missouri for your funeral. Oh, um, that's the circle of life, man. <laughs> uh, best was I got an Apple Watch. Oh, uh, we did that one. Best, got to spend a lot of money, spend a lot of time away from the house. Hotel, Saturday night. Friends, house, last night. Worst, we did all that because the A.C. went out at our home and still is. Uh,
4: <sighs> that is brutal.
0: Especially right now. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh,
4: oh, Okay. Uh, also, I, someone texted in, and I needed to update you guys on this. My first Walt Life box came in. We talked about this.
0: Tell everybody what a Walt Life box is. A
4: Walt Life box is a subscription Cam. to Walt Life mm, 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 or to Walt Disney stuff. It's a scam. It's, yeah.
0: It's all their extra crap from the gift shop. They don't <laughs> want. They throw in a box. For how much?
4: Uh, 40 bucks.
2: $40. Okay. Bucks. Yes. Every month.
4: Mm-hmm, every month. So I was... So excited sure. that it came in. I was like, yeah, yeah, because the stuff that I had seen online were like these really cool, like flounder mugs, and like just like it was like really cool, cool Disney, Disney stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like uh, they had like this tapestry, some framed art that was like cool, and it was like grown up stuff, right? I get um, an Ursula highlighter palette that looks like it's for a child. By the way, I clicked. Chair.
2: I mean, it's for a
4: No, but but like it it's looked like Walt it's Walt
2: Disney stuff. No, what are you expecting?
4: No, there's like I've bought a Beauty and the Beast palette that was like <laughs> do you
2: understand how that sounds, right?
4: Yeah, but <laughs> I know. Oh no, man, it,
0: good makeup. It was like
4: good, yes, good expensive makeup, and it was just Beauty and the Beast themed, and it was good. This do they was, typically
0: sell adult makeup with Disney characters on it? Is that? Oh
4: yeah, that's a thing for sure.
0: So For all on. the other adult children, like yeah. that there are people not in a mental ward,
4: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or aren't of a special caliber,
4: uh huh, yeah,
0: that buy makeup and believe it to be good makeup with Disney characters on it, yeah, like, and not ex- dress up, yeah, makeup like
4: expensive brands. Oh, are we talking about
0: Halloween? Like we buy from the spirit Halloween, Halloween store? No, yeah, yeah, that's no, good stuff. Yeah.
4: like expensive brands that just are They're
0: expensive brands. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just gonna name one that I can think of: Mac. Puts Disney characters on makeup.
4: Yeah, they have like a good Disney princess line, I'm sure.
2: Uh, I'm sure. I I'm don't sure. Did you hear what that was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: They do. Like, it's, anyways, like, this. I'm just, fab- this, I'm not saying it. Yes. I'm just
0: flabbergasted at the idea that some grown the, adult yeah. would buy expensive makeup with a Disney character on it.
4: This storybook, it's shaped like the uh, Beauty and the Beast book, and it has, like, stained glass art on the front, and you open it up, and it's a palette. Stained
0: glass art, like a picture of stained yes, glass? Yes, yes. But it. I'm saying,
4: like, the movie. Okay. And that palette cost me, like, 56 bucks. What? <laughs> Worth it. It, Why? Beautiful colors, and I love it because I love Beauty and the Beast stuff. It's just awesome, and it looks really cool, you know, sitting with the rest of my makeup palettes. I like it. This one I got, it it looks like, you know, something that I will give to Scarlet or whoever else. It's <laughs> Ursula.
0: You can give it to me, and I'll throw it right there because I'm not giving my five-year-old makeup. Not even to play with? <laughs> no.
4: Well, all it is is shiny stuff. So anyways, anyways, um, then it came with a... 2020 Florida keychain. Never been to Florida. Why would I want a keychain from it's the July. worst? Yes, why? Uh, why would I want a keychain with the worst year on it possible? And this bitch is like four inches around. Hey,
0: four inches is fine, especially For a around. Chain, good, God. It's four inches is plenty.
4: It's a girthy hey, keychain.
0: So what? As long as it does a good job holding your keys, what does it matter how big it is?
4: stupid. Uh I got some Minnie Mouse jelly beans and a 2020 Florida Mickey Mouse shot glass.
2: Did they leave a note in the box that like says each individual product was sanitized before shipping?
4: Um no, but Why? they
2: Why? Because Florida's, you know, apparently a hot spot, a hot spot for the coronavirus. You get stuff from China
0: all the time. and nobody said anything like that.
4: <laughs> Good yeah. point. Yeah. Um It it, No, but there was like a handwritten note from, it looked like a child's handwriting. It's like, hey princess, my name is Stephanie and I picked out everything in your box. I hope you love it and have a wonderful day. So anyways, I made an Instagram um, unboxing video for this because we talked about it on the air. And in the very first one, I had tagged at Walt Life you know, for the box, which clearly they did not watch the whole video because they wrote me back and was like, I'm so glad you enjoyed your box. And I was like, well, you didn't watch the video because I didn't. I was super disappointed, and I feel like I really, really, really wasted my money. And they're like, here, take these 15 steps to cancel your subscription box, which it really was a 45-minute p- process to get this bitch canceled, and so now I'm praying I did every— button correctly to get it canceled because if i get another one of those stupid things i'm gonna be pissed because there is nothing in there i want to keep nothing not, in the, not even the jelly beans that's and a, i love
2: jelly beans the funny thing about those subscription boxes they're not always great but sometimes you get some good stuff right. out of them so i mean you never know you the next one you could have gotten would have been amazing Nope. but you'll never know
4: no nope. no I will never know.
2: Alex, I'll take S. Disney can't sell for 100
4: (laughs) Exactly. It's all the stuff. Well, they've been closed for half the year,
0: so it's all their gift shop stuff Mm -hmm. that they want to get rid of.
4: Yep, and I fell for it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Because
0: you Disney sheeple. Yep. (laughs) Who aren't woke.
4: (laughs) I got a bunch of Disney sheep.
0: So jelly beans?
2: That might have been worth it, at least.
4: Jelly beans, a keychain, and...
2: Jelly beans. What... (laughs)
4: With Minnie mouths on the front of it.
2: Because <laughs> jelly beans never grow old. Never. Yes, they do. Oh,
0: yeah.
4: So stupid. Jelly
0: beans, a makeup palette. Uh-huh.
4: A shot glass. And... See, by the
2: way, so that's weird. Right? To send a kid a shot glass? Well,
4: no, because it says you pick your ages, and I picked the age 18 to 36.
0: It'd be like a blippy shot glass. It doesn't make a lot of sense.
4: <laughs> Again, it was from their stupid Florida gift shop that's been closed. <laughs>
0: So dumb. Uh, All right, we got to take a break. Uh, We'll come back. We're going to play the one second game. Let's
1: run. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Time for the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, then you're going to win. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD to play the one-second game. Famous television show's theme song. Get it right. You nail it. You got it. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tim. Tim, how are you today? I'm doing all right. All right, Tim. Here is your clue. Are you ready? Yes. Here it is. Let me give it to you again. What do you think, Tim? Uh, No clue. No guess even, huh? Just going to quit? You're a quitter?
4: Mm
5: -hmm.
0: Can I get it one more time?
4: Just
0: name your favorite show. Uh, no clue. No clue is not correct, <laughs> Tim. I'm sorry, man. You have a great day, buddy.
4: And then he said oh, like all. like He right, was disappointed. Later.
0: Well, you know what happens? You call in, and then you're, you are overwhelmed by the ability of to not recall. <laughs> and then you're blank on any other mo- show ever made. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, Mike. Mike, how are you, friend? Oh, no bad. Good man. Here's your clue. Mike, what show? Uh, Dukes of Hazard. It is Dukes nice. of Hazard, man. Hang on the line, all right.
1: Just a good old
2: boy. Never meaning no harm. What will those Duke Boys do now? These crazy Duke Boys. <laughs> Solid show. Could they bring them back? You know how they tried to bring back a Knight no. Rider, what was that no. a couple years ago or no, something? No,
0: they like could that? not bring this back in
2: today's day and age. <laughs> Well, generally, it would have a different flag on the top of it, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Didn't they make them? They made a movie, though. A Dukes of Hazzard <laughs> movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They made
0: a movie well after the show was over. Yeah. You're referring to Jessica Simpson. Yeah. And yes, that's... Ah, that was a turd. That is a true story.
4: I never watched the movie. I only watched the uh, music video that went with the, m- the movie. <laughs>
0: there was a music video? Yeah, she did a
4: song and she did the car wash scene and. God
0: damn! The car wash scene? Gimpy. What car wash scene? Oh, we don't. What, no, have hold on. That in what here. car wash no, you know, scene? Of course we don't. Yes, because <laughs> it's <laughs> a music video. And, well, there would be a song that would go with it, but she did a car wash scene in the video. There's no yes. car wash scene from Dukes of Hazard, is there?
4: No, in the music video, she does a car wash scene in like a pink bikini and the jean shorts, and she's just oh, okay. rubbing up on everything, and she looks. That's a
0: cool hand Luke scene. <laughs> insanely
4: hot. Like insanely hot. She is insanely hot. Oh, my Still. God. Yes, but in that music video, whoo!
0: Jessica Simpson, I feel like I know the answer to this. So, so, all right, I'll stair step up. Jessica Simpson or Christina Aguilera?
4: Um, in twenty twenty, you're at their peak. Whatever you're, whatever. Okay, uh, Christina all day.
0: Way you're gonna more pick, talent. You're gonna pick music. You got to pick between Jessica Simpson or Christina Aguilera. Oh, we're going for music. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever. I'm just saying you're, yeah. you're not going for sure. You're not. You're not going for quality. You're just your what you like.
4: Yeah, Christina all day long.
0: Christina Aguilera, or what's another girl from that time frame.
2: Shakira, Shakira.
0: Nah, no? I wouldn't put them in the same wheelhouse. Britney. Uh, oh, okay. Destiny's Child. Christina Aguilera or Destiny's Child.
4: Uh, or De- er, uh, Christina Aguilera. Ooh,
0: okay. Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears.
4: Britney all day, even though she cray cray right now. Brittany all day. See, Christina has more talent. Clearly, her voice is nuts. She got pipes, but Brittany better better entertainer.
0: What What does she have that? If one of them can sing, what's the other one have that makes her an entertainer?
4: Um, the lip syncing with the dancing. She puts on a good show.
0: Yeah, Christina Aguilera isn't exactly known for her dancing.
4: Yeah. She dances. Yeah, she yeah. can dance. Yeah, we we watched it in Dirty. And it was just mostly like, you know, air humping and, you know, that's twerking. what Brittany
0: Britney does the same dance all the time. No. Yeah. Well, her
4: dance <laughs> no. is, I'm going to show you because I watch a lot of Brittany Please Instagram. don't hurt yourself. I won't hurt myself. My shoes are coming off, so I don't flick anything. But she just goes, give myself room here. She just does the... Hair Flip, spin. I have a dress
0: on. Oh, my God. You're fine. Nothing came out. Nothing showed? Yeah.
4: Okay. She just spins, spin, flip the hair. Fall, and yeah, does, that's
0: uh, that's all Brittany does every yeah. single time.
4: So I nailed it. I did the Britney.
0: I mean, Brittany doesn't stop and worry about her dress, but yes.
4: Yes, yes. Well, she usually has, like, you know, underwear on.
2: Are you not wearing or, or underwear or like, right now? I ha-
4: I'm wearing underwear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She has, uh, she has underwear you, that you know you're supposed to see.
2: Every guy in Tulsa right now. Oh? <laughs> Even I was like, wait, what?
4: <laughs> that was risky.
0: Uh, all right, so we'll get his information. We've got our list, uh, We've got our listeners are awesome. Plus, Jeff Hensley is going to join us. I want you to send your question about a family law issue you're dealing with. Jeff will answer the question for free. Send it over to a show at KMOD.com.
1: You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You don't need me to tell you. The craziness that's happening in the world. We have talked about the coronavirus. We've talked about the murder wasps. Wasps, right? Mm -hmm. I mentioned the shark, uh, volcano sharks. Volcano, yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. Look it up if you have time today. Uh, The newest one is
2: baboons with knives. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) This is where it starts. This is where Planet of the Apes starts, okay? They got knives. Next thing you know, they're going to get AKs and they're going to take over. Mother Nature's like, I'm cleaning this bitch up.
0: God dang, now I got to keep coming up with something different.
2: Somebody arm the monkeys. Whoever's creating the Hunger Games scenario is, poof! they're running out of ideas. Somebody's on the Earth Simulator just kind of sitting on the button, typing in weird stuff. What can we do today?
0: So there's a... This is going to sound like an oxymoron. There's a popular safari park in the UK, uh, and the animals have started taking on weapons.
4: I'm a monkey with a knife.
0: Right. Um, apparently, they've seen some of the primates armed with knives, screwdrivers, oh, good God. and even... A chainsaw.
4: Oh, that is terrible.
3: Good news. Good
0: news, though. They can't start it yet.
6: Ha! God dang
1: it,
0: And fear the visitors may be given them tools to aid in their ability to damage vehicles. This is why I hate drive-through zoos.
7: <laughs>
0: so the the ad- the baboons are coming up to the you know, family truckster. Yeah. And they're like, get out. <laughs> come on. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> now they're slashing your tires. So you can't move.
0: One worker from the park said, we're not sure if they're being given weapons by some of the guests who want to see them attack cars or they're fishing them out of pickup trucks or vans that come by. They were literally going to people's toolboxes and carry them around. One of the baboons was seen lugging around a
2: chainsaw. <laughs> Nobody, nope 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 <laughs> Like a some house with a thousand corpses, monkey-style. Get out of here, man. A local mechanic said, hey, the damage has been good for business. Okay. Telling the newspaper, I've had two customers this year who came by that were victims from the baboons.
4: How is that good for business?
2: Well, they're tearing up the cars, and the mechanics can fix the cars.
4: Oh, okay, got you, got you.
2: Uh, the kids... Start yelling, yeah.
0: saying they want monkeys all over the car, and the next thing you know, you're driving home with no registration plate. <laughs> Spokesperson for the park said that the stories may have more than a hint of fantasy about them. Quote, we believe many of these stories have grown in exaggeration as we've as they have been retold with embellishment to make the objects that are sometimes found in the enclosure seem more exciting and unbelievable.
4: You stole one of Gimpy's four by fours. That's what you did. I did? Yep. Guaranteed. He was going to talk about monkeys hijacking cars. (laughs) Well,
2: (laughs) Gimpy, did I? Let's find out. So, no, yes? No, you didn't. Okay, I didn't think so. A Republican senator says that slavery was, quote, the necessary evil upon which the Union was built. (laughs) Listen to this (laughs) Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton. Oh God He was talking about a bill that he introduced last week that would bar schools from using federal funds to teach the 1619 Project. That's an initiative from the New York Times that approaches U.S. history from 1619 when first ships carried enslaved Africans arriving in America. Vietnam's evacuating 80,000 from Da Nang after the coronavirus outbreak. They're evacuating 80,000 people after three people tested positive For the coronavirus over the weekend, the government says most of the people being evacuated are local tourists. Uh, They're back on high alert, and the government confirmed that the country's first community infections in three months. The evacuations are expected to take at least four days.
4: So they got 30 people, and they're like, everybody out.
2: Everybody get out, all 80,000 of you. They're not going to get 80,000 people Uh, The U.S. consulate in Chengdu officially closes uh, at dawn in China today. The Chengdu consulate lowered its American flag and Chinese authorities took control of the building. Beijing forced the facility to close in retaliation for the U.S. government's closure of the Chinese consulate in Houston. And then lastly here, protesters respond after driver is not charged. For allegedly running them over, this is the one that happened uh, on 244. Okay, right. the protester said that the truck driver ran over their legs and has hired an attorney to file a civil suit against the driver. The uh, victim here says everything happened so fast and it's been a slow recovery since the incident on May 31st, and that that day not only left physical injuries but emotional scars as well in the form of anxiety and PTSD. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What was weird Lower about the, the report... Road. Yeah, they shouldn't have been there, for sure. Yeah. For sure they shouldn't have been there. But also, you shouldn't hit people with your car.
4: Well, is this the same guy that had the trailer with the horses in the back?
2: Yeah, Did not have horses in the back. Right. It was the truck to- towing trailer, though, yes. yes.
4: Oh, it didn't have the horses in the back. No?
0: No. <laughs> no. Oh. It so did not, kid. but the weird thing about the report was he did have pictures of people like throwing things at the vehicle or whatnot, mm-hmm. asking for people to identify them so they could pursue charges on those people. Wow. I felt yeah. that was a little bizarre, like to call out like, on, in this case. It'd be different like, hey, we're looking for these people that did these things, mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: but it seems a little bizarre in a report <laughs> about we're dropping charges to go, but we are looking for the, it just seemed a little weird to me. Uh, All right, here's Sam in Balls to the Wall Sports.
4: A pro football Hall of Famer is causing a stir because of the latest comments he made. Mike Dika told TMZ Sports Sunday. (laughs) Uh,
2: Mike Dika.
0: Don't help her. (laughs) Spell it. Dicka. There you go. Hey. Mike
4: Dicka told TMZ Sports Sunday that in his women's pro football league, the X-League, kneeling during the national anthem won't be allowed if it's up to him. But the former Chicago Bears player and coach went further than that, saying, if you can't respect our national anthem, get the hell out of the country. <laughs> However, C-cough. I have
0: freedom of speech. <laughs> you don't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. However, the eight-year-old admits he doesn't have the final say as to whether or not it the league will have a policy about kneeling. The new league, which will feature eight teams, is slated to kick off in April. Stupid. Dumb. That's Boswell Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 975 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945 in an hour. Jeff Hensley will join us. Do you have a question about a divorce you want to go through or you're going through? Jeff will be on with us and can answer your question for free. 918-460-KMOD at nine o'clock. Or you can send your question ahead of time to show at KMOD.com. Right now it's time for our listeners are awesome. And joining us is Dustin. Hi, Dustin. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Dustin is 35 years old. You've been married for uh, about seven years. How many kids do you guys have, or do you have any kids? Uh, we got 10 combined.
4: Whoa. Whoa. That sounds like chaos.
0: Five would be a lot. Mm -hmm. But 10, man, wow. What's the the oldest? What's the youngest? Uh, The oldest
7: is 15. The youngest is five.
0: Wow. Waste no time. How much, and and I want you to be incredibly honest with me, how much time do you spend in the bathroom with the door shut? Oh, about a minute. Right. You can't, because there's 10 of them. Dad, I got to go. <laughs> but at least with one of them being 15, you have a built-in babysitter. No, not really. Uh, you just moved to Arkansas. Uh, why did you move to Arkansas?
7: Um, I got injured at work, and we had family Uh, on my wife's side up here that was willing to help us out.
0: And I'm assuming you're not working right now because uh, you got injured? Yes. How did you get injured at work?
7: I used to work for uh, PepsiCo there in Tulsa and uh, it was on Christmas Eve and we were trying to get done so we can get home and I went off of a pallet jack rider and it came and sliced across to my Kelly's tendon.
0: You were okay. You were You had a pallet, you were on a pallet jack rider and you fell off of it?
7: No, I walked off of it and it continued going. Oh. And and then it
0: sliced. Ouch. How much pain did that feel like?
7: Oh, at first I didn't feel it. It felt like a scratch. But when I stood up to take an extra step, then you could kind of hear it rip just a tad bit. And then I
0: collapsed. Yeah. I've, some people have said when that happens, they can hear it, um, like, twing, like, up into their calf. Oof.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Yes, did, that, my
0: calf did that happen for you? Like,
7: yes, my calf was feeling like a uh, water bloom sitting inside of it.
0: Wow. Uh, so, is that repaired now, or? Yes, I got a surgery back in uh, January. And... Uh, that's when you moved what back targets ought to be around family and stuff to help out with things.
7: Yes. uh, We moved up here in March Um, and uh, continue physical therapy. I had to learn how to walk on it again. Um, I still can't push like five pounds with it though.
0: Will you, will you ever be able to do that?
7: Yes. If I can, uh, I can continue getting therapy. Um, I'll have to make the trip to Tulsa to see uh, Dr. Hendricks.
0: Oh, okay. Um, What do you want to do now? I mean, you got to, I'm sure you have time to think about what you want to do in the future. So now what do you want to
7: do? I want to continue with the welding career.
0: Okay.
4: Is that um, a possibility that like once that heals, that you won't be in pain anymore? You could just go straight back to welding?
0: Yes. Uh, let's see. It says to ask you about the time you died for three minutes. Yes. I
7: uh about, about eight years ago. I was going through my first divorce.
0: Oh, you were married, and, but you were married before. How old were you when you got married the first time?
7: Oh, that's a good question. About 21.
0: How long were you with her before you got married? A year, wow. And why did you? Why did you guys get divorced?
7: Uh, basically, we were both stupid. Uh, it was like a, a Forrest Gump and Jenny type of situation.
4: Well, Jenny was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I, I'm, I'm, I was I'm
7: stupid, I'm... and I was kind of the same way too.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, so you died for three minutes. Tell me more.
7: All right. Well, uh, when we were in the middle of getting our divorce, I, uh, you know, of course what most divorced people do, they fight and they argue and, and everything. And my ex-wife, she's from Newport, Rhode Island. And, uh, she had told me that she was taking our kids back home and, uh, I, you know, wouldn't be able to see them. And I just took everything too personal, you know, not living without my kids or anything like that. And, I thought it would be a good idea to, Oh, I guess pop some pills and drink with it. And I ended up doing like 12 lower tabs and a 30 pack of beer within an hour.
4: Wow. jeez. And, uh,
7: after that, I realized what I did was, you know, it was like almost a severe thing. I called my brother, told him I loved him. And then, uh, Tried to get myself sick, but it didn't work out too well with that. And uh, he came over and found me in my house, face on the floor. Called the ambulance, got me to the emergency room, and I ended up passing away for about three minutes in the emergency room.
4: And um what do you mean you tried to make yourself sick? Like you tried to throw up because you changed your your mind? Yes. Oh, man.
0: And I'm guessing you didn't, you couldn't, you like, you didn't get anything up. No, I, I didn't get nothing. Did you, did you see anything while you were dead for those three minutes? Yes. I was like
7: the, uh, the light fixture in the uh, hospital room. I was able to look down and see how, like how my dad and my brother and, uh, you know, the nurse and everybody was standing around me doing everything. Um, working on me and everything else. Uh, that was probably like the first time I actually see my dad cry that way.
0: Um, do they do that when they take you to an emergency? I have no idea. I've never been in this scenario when they take you, when you are like, whatever, all messed up and they wheel you in to the emergency room. Do they let family and friends go into the emergency room area that they're working on you in?
7: They were trying to get them out.
0: <laughs> um,
7: they were trying to get him out because at the time I was still, I guess, unconscious because they were wanting to talk to him about putting me in uh, oh, what would you call it? It's a place in Wagner. It's like a, a mental health facility. Okay. At first they were talking about putting me in that because of the, the attempt to suicide. And then when I went under, you know, I could see how everything was going to get me out. They start working on me. And then just like a flashing light, and I came to it, not knowing where I was. I was tied to a chair in Wagner with the, the white jacket and straps and everything else.
0: You were in a straitjacket.
7: jacket? Yes, yeah, because of the severity of, uh, well, to the lady that was telling me, they told me that because of the severity of my the suicide attempt, that I... they wanted me to be safe when I came to it.
0: Why couldn't they, hold, on, just... hold on, hold on, hold on. Do not Do they use straight jackets still?
7: Nah, I don't know if they still do, but it wasn't like an actual straitjacket. jacket. I just had my arms wrapped on... Oh, it might have been a straight jacket, but I had my arms wrapped up to the side of me while I was still in the chair.
4: Oh, my goodness. Why didn't they just, like, strap your arms to each side of the bed? Like, you know, each foot? I
7: guess I still wasn't acting right, though, on the way to the... Uh, you know, from coming out of it and riding with an officer... Mm. from bartersville to wagner i guess i still wasn't acting right
0: wow that's that's intense man that's really intense what do you think about when you reflect upon trying to kill yourself
7: I mean, I, you know like my dad told me you know there's nothing worth dying over um it's like the uh the chicken way out of life um thank you for that self you know, edit, by the way you're welcome <laughs> Um, it's like a uh I look back on it, you know it was like a new life though for me uh I was able to do things totally different, see things differently um it made me a almost a better person more than what I would ever think um I could ever be at the time uh I was a major alcoholic for. 12 years during all that process um but you know she never left you know she never took my kids from me or anything like that it was just one of the hardest things to go back and look
0: bye that happens phones drop out all the time can people get him back that is intense that's crazy that's a lot to deal with. Yeah, your Achilles snapping, uh, trying to kill yourself with pills and alcohol. That's uh, I don't... I mean, I think the plan is, right, that like you hope you'll go to sleep?
4: <laughs> yeah, but then also to be... I do believe there's life after death and to I rise above your body and then watch them work on you and watch your dad cry... I think might snap you back to like, wait, I want to live. Cause there's this ripple of effect yeah. of me not living.
0: Yeah. Uh, hello. Hey, okay. Dustin. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. That, no, I'm basically out in the middle of Arkansas. That's my fault. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this says to ask you how we helped you help others.
7: Yeah. Um, so about five years ago, um, I went to rehab, and uh, when I went to rehab, I, of course, found a way to listen to KMLG. Yeah. <laughs> just to get, to get, just to get by every day. I mean, I I needed something. Yeah, and we're awesome. funny and entertaining. Me I mean,
4: yeah, you like us. Yeah,
0: you like us. We're entertaining. That's also a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good.
7: trust me. I was able to relate with you guys better. I was really able to relate with the counselor up there. Uh, it was it was easy on me and. You know, the way you guys talk about things, you know, you make fun of a serious situation, but then you turn it into the serious situation.
0: Yeah. And
7: and that helped me a lot. You know, it's like, yeah, being an alcoholic, you know, it was great and all, but it's not really serious because, you know, I got told by a doctor, the next six pack can kill me. I was eating the lining of my stomach. Mm. And, uh, and after I got out, I was going to counseling there in Bartosville, Oklahoma, and I wanted to help people after seeing what all I was seeing in rehab and I feel like I could help others because I was getting help from others that had the same addiction, the same problem, you know, as I was. And uh, I went with my counselor and we started a relapse prevention group. And after doing that, I was able to reach out to others, talk with them, share my experience and You know, and I put my death as a part of it because alcohol always makes you make bad decisions. Yeah. And I uh, I reach out to certain people, became good friends. I had one tell me that I helped save save him from putting a needle in his arm. um, Wow. Because he was going through a rough time. And that's all I wanted to do was give back to others like the way you guys did, you know was given to me by helping just talking there. They not knowing who I was on the other side of the radio. I wanted to do the same thing.
0: Wow. That's very nice of you to say. Um,
7: And uh, I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Do you still, are you still in the program?
7: I'm still sober. Um, No, I'm wanting to try to start some stuff up here. We met a friend that's wanting to start a youth ministry and I'm wanting to help out with them. Uh, They live off of 95 acres and, um right now they're doing some work turning the cabin into like a youth health, youth home group for like the summertime or wow. anything like that. And then she's wanting to open up a uh hunting place for when people come down to go hunting, uh they'll have a little cabin thing to kind of stay at, you know, while they're there and and uh try to help them out with where they need, help with the students, uh, like the males and my wife will help out with the females, uh, the youth ministry and, you know, try to guide them in the right direction.
0: Did you meet your wife uh, during your going through getting sober and stuff?
7: Uh, no, uh, I met my wife uh, almost exactly a month after my suicide attempt. Um, I met her off of Plenty of Fish.
0: Oh, okay. Is she uh, an addict as well?
7: Uh, No, she's never had an addiction at all of any kind of personality with drugs or alcohol or anything. So I think that's what helped me um, a lot because she, at first she never understand how you can be an addict addicted to, you know, drugs or, or straight beer or anything like that. And,
4: like why don't you just stop uh,
7: yeah like why isn't you know why can't six beers be good enough for you you know you're nice at six but you're a-hole at seven and um you know she got to a scary point to where she was like all right it's either you straighten your life up or me and the kids are gone and you know five years ago i straightened my life up and she's still here for some reason
0: Right. Right. <laughs> well, besides all those people that you helped with that program, you started, this says you even saved your niece, niece's life. Yes. Um, so
7: about, Oh, it was a long time ago, probably about a good ten, eleven 11 years ago. Um, there's a hotel there in Barrazoa is right across from like the village inn, and, uh, we went there, it was like a little birthday party and, uh, I was stepped outside to have a cigarette and my uncle did too. And we're right there by the swimming pool off in the back and she ended up getting in the hot tub, but the jets were on and the jets were so heavy. It pulled her down. Um, then they were able to get her out. Well, we called the ambulance and I kind of was like in a freaked out motion. I didn't know what to do. I almost forgot, almost forgot like what CPR really was. And then I ended up giving her CPR, giving her mouth to mouth, and I was just getting scared because the more I did that, the more blue she was turning. And then she ended up just coughing up the water and taking that deep breath and and uh, you know crying and you know made me cry. And she came back to life, and I was like, well, I right. you know, one of the scariest things that you think you ever have to do, you know, because it feels like you're doing it to your own kid
4: how did the jets pull her under
7: she was still oh, six six or seven taller size i mean she wasn't very built it was just the power of it um that's from what her sister was saying because we were outside so it was just kind of hard to deal
0: let me ask you when um when, when you, did you resuscitate her or did the people, did the paramedics resuscitate her?
7: I, I, I did before they got there. What
0: wow. was, that had to have been incredibly emotional.
7: It was, I was in a state of shock throughout the whole night and the next day. Yeah. Do I you, bet.
4: do you always get the best Christmas presents every year now?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> How old is she now?
7: Now I think she's a probably about seventeen, close to
0: eighteen. And do you talk to her often? Yeah, once in a while on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Well, listen, this D- Dustin, you've had a crazy life, and with ten children, I would imagine it's going to be a little bit more crazy. I don't know how you're going to, you know, help them with cars and college and proms and all that, but. Best of luck to you, man. Good luck with your recovery on your Achilles, and, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. That's Dustin. Our listeners are awesome. Uh, See,
6: the thing
4: is, is you spread your seed, but you forget about each of those seeds needs cars and college tuitions <laughs> and school, all, all, all that stuff. You forget about each of those seeds needs so much water. Yeah.
0: I, I, five is a lot. Five kids is a lot. Yeah. Ten. 10 is like... Ten. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll take a break and we'll be back.
1: Tulsa's Morning Show yet, is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918 460 kmod you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And you probably saw the news over the weekend that Regis Philbin passed. And he was obviously a huge person in the entertainment world so much. Probably one of the better interviewers ever. His ability to improv on the fly was impressive. Most, a lot of people probably only know him from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, right. Hmm. Um, he attracted 30 million viewers three nights a week. And he made, is that your final answer, like a popular phrase yeah. in American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and his net worth was $150 million. Woo. 17,000 hours of airtime. He clocked over six decades of television.
2: Damn.
0: And he died one month before his 89th birthday.
2: No. Oh. And he
0: was married to his wife for 50 years. Oh. And no one had him on their death pool. <laughs> Not even listeners. Oh. No. So no one, got, <laughs> no, no one got points from him. Uh, our death pool looks like this. Sam and I are in a tie. Sam got points from Kirk Douglas. Douglas, she has Prince Philip, Bob Barker, Abby Lee Miller, and her wild card is Alex Jones. Gimby has Harvey Weinstein, Ozzy, Hal Holbrook, Angela Lansbury, and his wild card is Chris Catan. Uh, John Lewis is who I got points from. I have Alex Trebek, Rush Limbaugh, Dick Van Dyke, and my wild card is Todd Bridges. And uh, the John Lewis stuff, if you didn't watch it over the weekend, it just uh, it was really amazing. He was carried across the bridge in Selma that he walked across and was beaten on so he could earn the right to vote. Mm. And he was, for those who don't know the history, he was beaten by state troopers on the other side. So he was taken across the bridge, and then the state troopers received his body to escort him wow. to DC, which he cause he's lying in state the next couple days. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Because forget the other uh, parts of you know, why he was walking across the bridge. I mean, don't forget them, but for the for a moment. Yeah. Um here he is getting beaten by state troopers only for <laughs> to eventually the state troopers will then escort him back to wash like that's that's unbelievable, there's no way he ever thought that no and
4: he knew that he was going to be beaten by state troopers they, they knew they were going to the, get assaulted yeah, yeah, when they got to the other side of the bridge, so yeah. it's like a beautiful full full circle that like now we're on your side,
0: yeah, just an unbelievable the story some of the stuff he has as a story is just crazy, and that led me down a rabbit hole of other people like Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. uh underground Railroad. a lot of people. The Underground Railroad wasn't a southern thing. It was a northern thing, mostly in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yeah. And did you know that um, she once had brain surgery? I didn't know that. With no drugs. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. She cured, like, dysteria or something like that. (laughs) I mean, this woman was amazing. What?
2: Yeah. In the early 1900s, getting brain surgery done and living To fix some thing, some sickness she Uh, got. Yeah, yeah.
4: God, I can't even imagine giving childbirth without drugs. Yeah, let alone brain. You could just stop with drugs. You don't need to add anything
0: else. (laughs)
6: Right.
0: I I just you know her for the Underground Railroad, but she did all these other amazing things. She led a group of soldiers into a battle. (laughs) Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Harriet. You know her for the Underground Railroad and an amazing feat of things she did. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. By the way, could not read. No kidding. An, she wow. is an unbelievable woman.
2: Well, boys, anyway, we're going to war.
0: Anyway, just sent me down a rabbit hole. So, and points. Then
4: Kanye goes after her. Why'd you do that?
2: Ah, that's. <laughs> man, he's just not on his meds. He's he's yeah. misunderstood. Right, not crazy. He's just misunderstood.
4: No, he needs to be medicated for sure.
2: Yeah,
0: he's he's he
2: <laughs> having is
4: having a breakdown.
0: He's off his meds. Yeah. We we talked about it while you were gone, and you know there is a possibility. That we may be the crazy ones and he's the
2: normal one. Yeah. That is a possibility that he's being drugged to not speak out. Right. They're, meanwhile, they're putting fluoride in our water, dumbing us down to where, you know, we're just, just crazy fluoride. ones. Just <laughs> fluoride.
4: I don't know. I don't drink that much water, so I feel like I'd be the least affected by just that theory alone. So I don't think that can be You just right. have to
0: drink some. You don't have to drink a lot.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. Right. The stuff I accidentally swallow when I brush my teeth.
0: (laughs) Uh, So Death Pool stands one, Sam, one, Corbin, Gimpy, zero. We'll take a break and we'll be back.
1: The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5, KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918 460, KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282945. My uh, daughter got a, for her birthday, got a butterfly net and a little butterfly like cage. Aww. And so she uh been wanting to catch a butterfly. She caught one yesterday and she wanted to keep it in the house. And I was like, no.
4: Why not? No. What do they eat, honey? Huh? What do butterflies eat? Honey? Huh? I, I guess I've never thought about what a butterfly eats.
2: I, I, I Grass. I don't know. I don't really care.
4: <laughs> Yippee, do you know what a butterfly eats?
2: I have no idea, Sam. I've never really ventured into the diet of an, a butterfly. By the way,
0: why would that, like, my, my wife the, was being nice. The, the, the,
2: my wife was like, oh, let's put a little thing in there for
0: water. And da, da, da. I'm like, outside. bro. Not inside. bro.
2: Bugs aren't going to survive in this 72-degree house. I have a, I don't want to say tub, it's a Tupperware container that I am currently growing tadpoles and frogs because of the same situation. What do you mean? Well, the kids are outside, they're like, hey. Oh, your wife's kids? Yeah, girlfriend's uh, kids. Sorry, that oh. was weird. <laughs> girlfriend's kids are like, hey, His look girlfriend's at the like, yes,
4: Corbin, say it again. <laughs> don't worry, I'm uh, the same way.
2: So, yeah, they uh, they found these tadpoles living outside, and they're like, can we keep them? Can we keep them? And what did I say? No. I don't know how to raise tadpoles. I don't know what they eat. I just know they live in water, and eventually they hop out. That's it. Right. <laughs> so, Doesn't mama feed him stuff? The girl, the mom frog? Yeah. I, uh, Again, you're asking... <laughs> Show me the lactation devices on a frog. <laughs> no, okay. like they, Is it like a bird. Like, do we spit it up? I don't know. Yeah,
4: no, I was thinking that it eats, eat, eats it eats flies, mushes it up in its mouth, and it just puts the mush in the tadpole water, and the p- tadpoles eat that because you need to. You need to eat something to grow. By the way, butterflies eat nectar, so it's kind of close.
0: <laughs> sure, you were grenade close. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. sweet <laughs> so some water of that syrup you made down there for Sure. Them. Yeah. Sure.
4: So, at Gimpy, are you growing tadpoles in a Tupperware container?
2: Yes. We'll Is the be, lid closed? There's no lid on it. There's it's just a Tupperware container with a. It's about half full of water. It's got a rock in there for whatever. Because in case they want to what? Play? Get up oh on the God, uh, And we'll throw out. Let us every now and again. And out. Side. Out of, like, the 30 that were in there, I think there's only, like, four left. Are I just
0: they- have this stance that I'm doing a lot of work to keep bugs out of the house, uh-huh. spraying all these things. We're not bringing bugs in.
4: Ah, uh-huh. oh, but butterflies are beautiful. And, and I have to know, sorry, but d- has the tadpoles grown any?
2: Uh, They've... No, not that I could tell. They're just the same oh, size. They seem they seem the same size to me.
4: We need, we really need Gimpy's tadpole update every no, day. No, we don't.
2: I don't
0: ever need to know about what's going on with Gimpy's tadpole. I want to know. All. I don't want to know.
1: Oh a, my god! I'll just,
0: I'll just turn him off because I don't want to hear about his tadpole.
2: My tadpole got three centimeters bigger last night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> One story. Uh, the defending Super Bowl champion. Chiefs will be without starting right guard Laurent Duvenay Tardif this season. The 29-year-old Canadian is a medical doctor and has spent the off-season as an orderly battling the coronavirus at a long-term care facility near Montreal. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says he supports Duvenay Tardif's decision and Duvenay Tardif is such a good buddy. I love him so much.
0: Yeah, if you can go and if you want to if you care about stuff like this, there's an awesome um uh, HBO sports thing that they did on the, it. That's, the
4: real sports is like, yeah. oh my God, I How he love How pursued him.
0: his doctorate while he was playing football. Like
4: mm. an amazing human being. Yeah. It's hard enough to be a football player but, and to be a doctor, but to like combine both, he's yeah. an amazing person. Yeah. That's Boston Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. <laughs>
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Mondays at 9 o'clock, we speak with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. If you have a question that has to do with family law, Anything from spousal support, division of assets, guardianship or grandparents' rights, even guardianship of a child that has special needs that's an adult. Jeff can answer all these questions for free right now. All you got to do is call us at 918-460-KMOD or you can email them to us, show at kmod.com or text them if you'd like, BMMS and what that is to 82945. And Jeff is on with us now. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, Good morning. Jeff, um, one of the questions that came in via text last week we couldn't get to was someone who was going through a divorce and wanted to know: Do they need to tell their boss?
6: You know, it doesn't hurt to tell your boss if you feel comfortable doing so. Only because that way, if they notice that things are changing or that your demeanor is a particular way, or or maybe they'll offer some help. Um, it never hurts to, to mention it to them. I think that's a good practice now. Again, you've got to feel comfortable doing so, but if you do, I think it's a good thing to do.
0: Jeff Hensley's on the line with us 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45. Uh, There's countless stories of people that are going through custody battles right now and families, uh, one side or the other, not allowing the other party to have visitation because of the coronavirus. Jeff, besides calling Hensley and Associates, what is something you recommend that those people do when the other party is saying, no, you can't see them at all?
6: Well, I mean, like you said, call your attorney, obviously, but the other part of it is, is you know, make a log of what's going on continue to try and contact the child or see the child, uh, whatever it may be so that we can deal with it in front of a judge. Um, you know, we're not as tied up in as many restrictions as we had a couple months ago. Uh, so I'm hoping that those things aren't happening quite as often, but I imagine there are people that are still using it as an excuse and it's something that definitely the courts will deal with. Um, but you definitely have to communicate to your lawyer what's going on so that we uh, can take it up with the judges and see how the judge wants to handle those particular issues. Um, I know that there are some issues that we're dealing with right now on those that particular thing uh, with the court. We're just waiting on judges to make rulings and have hearings and things like that. So, um, I mean, hopefully people aren't using that as an excuse, but I know that humanity is a little different than what I hope sometimes. So I know that that's probably happening. Um, you know, you, you don't want to make any threats. You don't want to, you um, Make some sort of uh, engagement with them that is that is not good or is unreasonable, uh, kicking, screaming, threatening, uh, going over, starting fights, things like that. That that doesn't work in your favor. Okay, you've got to keep a level head dealing with these particular issues, and that's why we as attorneys, especially my my office, is here to help you get those issues resolved.
0: Jeff Hensley is on with us. If you have a question for Jeff, you can call at 918-460-KMOD, text your question, BMMS and what that is to 82945, or you can email show at KMOD.com. Jeff, this is an email one that came in in regards to it says uh they're getting divorced. Their wife, now soon to be ex-wife, doesn't work, and they're curious about how much spousal support they'll have to provide. Well,
6: as we've talked about numerous times in, in- Oklahoma is different because, again, we are need and ability to pay. So it's all based upon the particular parties. Uh, there are certain states that have a, a chart that says if you make X number of dollars, you pay X number of alimony. Uh, but Oklahoma is not that way. We are need and ability to pay. So the person requesting it has the burden to show that they have a need for that alimony. Um, and then the others, the same person has the ability or the burden to show that the other side has the ability to pay. So, you know, it really is dependent upon those two things. And of course, you know, if you've only been married a couple of years, showing a need for alimony is going to be next to impossible. Uh, It's very difficult. There's an unwritten rule. I mean, this is not in the statute anywhere. There's no case law on this. But the unwritten rule has always been, uh, at least in my experience, has been a minimum of 10 years. Now, that doesn't mean that people less than 10 years can't get alimony. I'm just merely saying that that's kind of the, unwritten rule on that. Uh, and of course, rules can be changed or been bent. So with that being said, uh, you know, you never know. Every every case is different because it all depends on uh, where people are financially and, and can they afford it. I mean, if you're married to somebody that makes uh, minimum wage, obviously you're not going to be able to show an ability to pay, even though you may have been a stay-at-home uh, wife or husband. So uh, it really is dependent upon the parties in, in the state of Oklahoma.
0: Does the law exist that way in the state so you don't, I mean, do you get to stay accustomed to the lifestyle you were in or is it just whether you can provide?
6: It's, it's, it's a little bit of both. I mean, the whole saying that people have to be able to stay in the lifestyle to which they've become accustomed, I think is a load of garbage. Um, Why? I don't think judges, judges look at it that way. I mean, the idea behind alimony is allowing somebody to be able to have enough money in it, and enough time to get on their feet. That doesn't mean that uh, they're going to be able to live a high lifestyle. No, it just it just depends. I mean, if you're talking about somebody in Tulsa that is very very wealthy, I mean, there, obviously there's going to be different issues involved in that. Um, the needs of normal people are not the needs of the rich people, um, is what I've discovered, and. Um, looking at needs versus wants are also very different as well. So um, no, I mean, I don't think it has to do with that. It really has to do with you've got to show the other side has the ability to pay um, and that you have the actual need. I mean, if you have been a stay at home mom for ever and you haven't had a job in 20 years and you don't have a degree and you're getting divorced and your husband makes six figures and yeah, you're probably looking at alimony there for sure, especially to give you time to get on your feet. Maybe, go get a degree or or find a job that's going to suit you and be able to provide for you. Um, I mean, those are kind of the issues that we look at. And when we're talking about um, alimony in the state of Oklahoma.
4: OK, but like, say you guys are married for 20 years and you have, you know, Louis Vuitton shoes and, you know, purses and you have um, a chef that cooks you a special diet and cooks that for your kids and you guys decide to split up, does the judge then be like, okay, that was your life. Now you're divorced and you get, you know, $400 a month to shop at Walmart and cook every night. Like, is there an in between or is it, this is just like livable money and versus what your lifestyle was?
6: Okay, so again, you're, what you're describing is somebody who is very, very wealthy, okay? We're talking people who probably make seven figures a year, live in a huge home in Midtown and drive $100,000 BMWs and Mercedes, okay? That, those are the kind of people you're talking about if you're talking about private chefs and all that kind of stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the, the rest of us in the world who, uh, who have to live a normal life. You're talking about somebody who's super rich. So if they are that wealthy then the individual can show that the other side has the ability to pay. And yes, the judge would take those things into account. Now, I don't know about them taking into account Louis Vuitton, you know, uh, purses or uh, Ferragamo shoes or whatever it may be. But, you know, there is going to be a a listing. And you have to understand, too, when you're looking at alimony, you also got to look at the rest of of what you're dealing with in divorce. So, you know, if you've got a, a property division where you're going to end up with $2 $2 million in property, asking for alimony is going to be a hard sell simply because um, you're getting such a large settlement so or a large portion of the marital, marital home or marital property. So, you know, it really, it's a whirlwind, got to look at everything in perspective kind of thing. Yeah, but so it really depends.
4: Housewife arguing with you here, Mr. Lawyer. Uh, if I have a $2 million house, how does that put groceries in the fridge? or buy me a car to, you know, send the kids to school with.
6: Well, at some point, those people are going to have to get off their butts and actually do something, whether that be investing or entrepreneurial or actually going out and working a grunt job like the rest of us. But um, again, you're talking about people with very large estates. If you've got a $2 million home, you've got a very large marital property estate. And so that means you're going to be, divvying up things such that you walk away with probably quite a bit of money in your pocket as well as a large number uh, amount of money in property so mm. okay. um and again and then if you've got kids they're going to be paying child support and all of those other things so i'm not saying in with rich people alimony is out i'm saying that that's probably more than likely going to happen when you have that kind of fund fundage going on in your in your pocket
0: right it's more of about the estate rather than someone who's you know working paycheck to paycheck and right. they live in, you know, a modest, you know, thousand fifteen hundred 1500 square foot home, that type of thing. You're probably right. not going to get anything. I think is what he's saying, Sam.
6: Correct. Yeah. I mean, if you've got somebody that makes, again, if you've got somebody that makes minimum wage and someone's a stay at home mom in that situation, you're not going to get alimony simply because the other side doesn't have the ability to pay.
0: Denny is on with us. Denny has a question for Jeff. Denny, go ahead. Go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and associates.
5: Hey, um, I've been split up with my wife for about nine months now, living separately. Um, we were. She wants me to pay her money because I let stuff that we had in storage go back, mainly out of spite because <laughs> the last two years of our marriage, we slept separately.
6: So say that one more time. She wants, she wants you to pay for what?
5: Uh, stuff that we had in storage together. Okay. I quit paying on it because my, the last two years of our marriage, out of spite, we we quit sleeping together. She slept with her daughter. I slept in the office. And I quit paying on storage, and it was a lot of her stuff um, and some of my stuff that we combined when she moved into my house. Um, now she wants me to pay. My family wants me to go after spouse support. We were only married five years, so I kind of heard what you said about the 10 year rule um also i have no income because i'm blind and i'm waiting on social security
6: okay so i mean if you don't if you don't have any money there's no there's no money to pay alimony what happened to the stuff in the storage unit when you quit paying on it
5: it uh they auctioned it off and you do
6: you have a a value of what that stuff
5: was worth i i don't have an exact value i am the I could care less about the stuff that was in there. Um.
6: Well, you don't, but she yeah. does. Yeah, so but, does the courts. And right. was that and, uh,
4: done like was, purely out of spite, like you were trying to get absolutely,
5: her? It was absolutely done out of
0: spite. <laughs>
6: ah! I love your
4: honesty, blind guy. Jeff,
0: judges love this type of behavior, don't they?
6: <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so let's back up, and maybe I didn't write it down fast enough. Has anything been filed in court yet? No. Okay. So we're talking a little bit of different situation because we're walking into, if you were to file today, that stuff is gone um, and has been, I'm guessing, for a couple of years at this point. Um, What does she do for a living? Does she work or does she sit on her butt? What does she do? She's a teacher. Okay, so she's a teacher with a teacher's pension um, as far as retirement is concerned, and you have no income coming in?
5: No, I'm waiting on a, a judgment from Social Security, whether I get it or not.
6: What did you do before you sought Social Security?
5: Diesel technician.
6: And is the finding of blindness recent? Um, two years ago. But are you, complete, we are married, you completely blind or are you assigned, only a per certain percentage of blind?
5: I'm legally blind. I'm blind enough where I can't function without help
4: do you have a helper
6: my mom my brother oh she's not going to get alimony my friend i mean even if you get social security they're not going to pay you enough That's going to warrant her to get alimony and here's the other thing too you you guys have been physically separated for two years right
5: no well we lived in the same house we slept in separate beds for two years we've been after that we've been the last eight months nine months i think se- since september i've been living in a different place
6: and have you given her any money in the last eight months no okay we have no children it- together nothing all right i understand that what i'm getting at is as time goes on a little longer her argument for need is going out the toy is going down the toilet simply because the longer you're part Without you paying anything and her getting along just fine, the argument for alimony is out the window. She doesn't have a need if she can provide for herself. You know, I have people call and they'll be separated three or four years and the other side's asking for alimony. And I said, well, how have they been doing for the last three or four years? And they've, just been doing, they've been doing fine. You don't have a need when you've been separated for four years receiving no money from the other side and you're still making it fine.
4: Wait, so you're saying your argument
6: for need is out the window.
4: You have to fail to be like, oh, I can't pay my bills or my kids are hungry or whatever in order to have an argument for alimony.
6: Yeah. Welcome to U S law. I mean, it's sadly our law does is, and I say this on everything, it's reactionary. In other words, something has to happen before the courts can or will do something about it. Typically Mm -hmm. Um, you've got to show that you've got a true need. I mean, if you, have been separate. If you, you can't be out on your own for three or four years and then go, oh, I want to get divorced, and oh, by the way, I'm going to ask for alimony. Um, if you've been making well, so it for three or four years with her. no problems or very little problems, the, the, the chances of getting alimony are slim. Plus, in this situation, he doesn't have any money, Sam. So there's there's no even if he had Social Security, they're not going to pay him enough to pay her alimony. It's just mm. not going to happen.
5: Well, no, she wants me to pay. For what was in the storage and my family tells me i need to
6: go after alimony but she doesn't make a, enough for alimony for you a, either i mean let's just be realistic unless she's a I professor about- making close to six figures at a university somewhere the chances of her being able to pay you alimony are slim
5: oh right right. i don't care about the alimony i just want that paper signed and to be done with her
0: could she come back to him for that uh for the loss of the stuff or is that a civil like a civil lawsuit?
6: they're still married. So at this point it's his poor marital choice is how she's going to state that, but she can't come after him per se. I mean, it's been too long at this point. Um, She should have filed. I mean, if it was really that big of a deal, she should have filed right then and there and dealt with it then, but she chose not to. Now here's the other thing. You can't put a value on what the, in other words, you can't put a high value on the items that were in there simply because unless they're, for example, unless they're very rare artworks or something like that, okay, that, that's different. If it's it everyday furniture. stuff, what?
5: It was like furniture stuff.
6: Well, Her And stuff that's what I'm like- saying. If it's everyday stuff like furniture and whatnot, a judge would only put a garage sale price on it anyway, okay, unless it's okay. very rare, uh, you know, bamboo chairs from southern Japan built by okay. some – Famous dude, two hundred years ago. I mean, unless it's something along that line, if it, otherwise, it's just going to get a uh, you know a garage sale price listed on it. So, I mean, has she given you an accounting of how much she thinks it's all worth and what was missing and all that?
5: No, her the last text that, like I said, she didn't text me up until about a week ago. I haven't talked to her since November the eighth, and the next the the text said, "I sure you know that I'm gonna I, I'm ready to get divorced." How much do you think you owe me?
6: Huh. Huh. Nice. I always love those. How much do you think you owe me? To me. I'm doing a favor for she's you. A, <laughs>
5: she's, she's a Dr. Phil person. She likes to Dr. Phil people. That's what I call her, what she does.
0: <laughs> right, listen, we're, Denny, we're running out of time. Um, but I have one quick question before uh, we wrap it up with you. Did she start sleeping in another bed about the time you went blind? Um,
5: it was a, It was a while before, just a little bit before I went blind.
0: Okay. Right on. Denny, thanks for sharing your story and I appreciate you sharing it with us. Good luck. All right, guys. Thanks very much for your help. All right, sir. See you later. We're on, we got Jeff on Jeff from Hensley and associates and Jeff, we've got somebody who has a, a little bit of a different question and it comes from Chuck. Good morning, Chuck. You're on the air with uh, Jeff Hensley of Hensley and associates.
5: Good
3: morning. Good morning. Uh, I had a quick question about maybe parental care. Um, my wife's dad apparently had a stroke last week, and his wife and uh, daughter and they're basically not wanting to take him to the hospital. And of course, my wife wants him to get checked. I was going to see if there's any legal action it could take to to have him get checked or get him some, you know, proper care that he needs.
6: How old is the individual? Uh, 65 why don't they want to take him to the hospital?
3: That's a good question. He says he doesn't want to go because he's got a caregiver that apparently is telling him there's nothing they can do, the damage is permanent, uh, you know, and they're afraid that he's going to wind up, you know, getting put in a nursing home, which nobody wants, but the police won't get him checked.
6: I mean, the potential thing you could do is go get a guardianship, but, I mean, if he's not if he's fully cognizant and he's there and he doesn't agree to it, getting it granted is going to be difficult unless you can prove that he is mentally incapacitated in some way. uh, And that he needs to make this decision to go see a doctor. I mean, that's, you've got some issues going on. I understand you want him to get checked out, but ultimately if he is still there mentally, that's his decision.
3: Right. That's kind of what I figured, but I didn't know. It's still kind of questionable. He's, had some issues off and on but um, i just didn't know if there's anything to do to to bypass you know his wife's wishes
6: no i mean you can't force people to go to the doctor if they don't want to go unless you get a guardianship on them because you can prove that they are incapacitated in some way and are making choices that are against their best interests i got you
3: right okay on. i appreciate that that's Sorry,
0: Chuck. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you all. All right, buddy. See you later.
6: I mean, that would be like saying, "Okay, I think Corbin's sick, but he's too stubborn to go to the doctor. So I'm going to go get a guardian, try to get a guardianship on him to force him to go see a doctor for his cold. I mean, that's just you can't force people who have the ability to still be with it mentally to go and do things they don't want to do.
0: Um, Jeff, this is a text that came in and it says, my dad, isn't my biological dad. He and my mom got together when I was 10 months old, but to my knowledge, he never adopted me or anything. His brother's going through a health scare and he wants to start getting a draft, his, what he believes to be his father, wants to start getting a draft of end of life stuff and getting all of his stuff together, together just in case. To my knowledge, I was never adopted by him. And we talked about it, whether we wonder if that's something that needs to happen to include me on Uh, to conclude me on any will or documents that split things up with my sisters who are biologically his.
6: I mean, the family is always going to have the first bite at the apple, so to speak, when it comes to those kind of things. And so, I mean, the best thing is yes, go, let's do it a quick adult adoption. They're very quick. They're very easy. Um, We can do a quick adult adoption and that way we can make sure that she's taken care of. Otherwise, You know, the actual biological children come first and they can always contest any portion that is left to the person who is not biologically or adopted. So, yeah, whoever you are enlisting, please give me a call. We'll do a quick adult uh, adoption and that solves your problem. Absolutely. When, When
0: you say quick. I know you mean quick compared to the other legal processes, but what is, what is quick when you, what what are you referencing?
6: With an adult guardianship, you file a petition and you set a hearing. It's not difficult. It's not, uh, basically as far as when I say quick, your typical child adoption, for example, uh, takes anywhere from, you know, five to nine months or depending upon the case. Whereas with this, you could probably get it done depending upon the judge's schedule, anywhere from. 30 to 45 days. I mean, at, at the most. Um, so it's much, much quicker than the other adoption process, simply because there's no biological parents you have to involve and all these other things because you are an adult. So uh, yeah, it's quite a bit quicker and quite a bit cheaper than a regular uh, child adoption.
0: This is just one of the things that Jeff and the folks at Hinsley Associates handle. So an adult adoption, yes. Guardianship yes paternity father's rights division of assets child support and of course divorce jeff and the folks at hensley and associates can help you with that call them at 918-398-5692 918-398-5692 for hensley and associates to get your family law legal question answered by jeff he'll give you a free consultation over the phone for about 15 minutes if you mention KMOD d and the big man morning show and get that process started to solidify some things in your life jeff and the folks at Kinsley Associates can do that for you. Jeff, thanks so much and have a great week. And you too. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back.
1: Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam has found some information for us boys. Yeah. Or men. Ooh.
4: Ooh. <laughs> Let's say men. <laughs> so, um, I just curious, Gimpy, have you ever heard of a summer penis?
2: Summer penis? Summer penis. <laughs> Can't say that I have.
4: Okay, well, apparently. Summer penis is real, and doctors are agreeing that the heat may make men's penises appear larger.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: It's- okay. I hot? mean, it's
0: always hot in my in my yeah crotch area. Very-
2: That's not me being like, hey, uh, uh, mm-hmm. like my. It's always super warm there. Ninety-eight point six, or whatever the average temperature is. Yeah, yeah.
4: Question, if your mouth is busy, can you take your temperature via your junk?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I Sorry, I was, your having, goal I that was having a hard time putting those <laughs> two pieces of you know Legos together. If your mouth is busy, no, you cannot. Um, uh, I know you can do it
0: under, in your armpit. Yes.
4: Okay, but would it work in your junk too?
0: I would imagine it would work in your leg pit. I don't know if it would work in your, in your taint. I, I could try it. I to throw I, that thermostat away after we do that.
4: I know, but I have a thermometer in there. Giffy's okay, got his own go get it. space. Oh, really? I'll do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yay!
2: She wants to take. I'm, her I'm gonna take. No, I'm gonna take the temperature. All <laughs> oh, right. She's not giving it out. Yeah. I'm not letting her take it. Take your pants off. It's time for your temperature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean they do. it. I mean they have the ones that go in the back door. So I mean it's the exact it's, same. I thing. I mean they don't
0: have the ones that go in the back door.
2: It's the same, right? <laughs> yeah. There's only one difference. What do you? I
4: ties it up for you. Why? Because it was in my mouth.
2: You don't. What does want it matter? To, no. No. Make sure that thing is dry before yeah. you start putting well, it in I the crotchal area. In
4: my dress, but it was in my mouth, and I don't know. You're germaphobe, so this dress is out of the dryer, and I felt. You like- know,
2: it's literally like
0: a like a inch away right
4: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah go. okay i'm not gonna look
0: well you know i'm not gonna whip it out
4: no i know but i just want to make sure you have as much privacy as possible the camera will be faced towards gimpy oh, hey, what's what, going when on? it's on the l do i do it yes that means it's like loading i don't know
0: or it's telling do, it's low do you know how to use your thermometer
4: <laughs> well, I mean, I stick it in my mouth, and then when it beeps, I pull it out. and it Yeah, but sounds when you, it, you turn
0: a t- thermometer on. You it, there's a certain you have to wait for a certain thing to happen before you start using it.
4: Well,
2: right, yeah. Right, is that right, Gimpy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, usually I, when you'll hit the button right and wait for a second, and it'll pop up like the lowest temperature or whatever the room temperature is,
4: or L O.
2: Or L-O. And they're or all zero. different. Or zero. Yeah. Or nothing. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, I'd be like, Sam, turn it on, wait for a second, oh. shove it where it needs to go, and get to, yeah. to finding out where. The- <laughs> now, are you going, you're going over oh, the I'm clothes. going
0: right in the pocket. Oh, you got oh, shorts good. on, so yeah. yeah,
2: you're all up in there. Okay. That's okay. nice. Okay. I don't know, like, I'm not going to be able to hear it beep. Oh, you will.
4: It's just beep, I think. Felt like I
2: heard it beep. Did you just fart? <laughs> so I don't like it.
4: Nothing's happening. I think it already beeped. I made eye contact with you, which made me feel <laughs> weird. <laughs> Sam.
0: Yes. 96.4. Okay. It's stuck to it. Ew.
1: It's when stuck. I, to when it. I pull it away, it it's went.
0: So <laughs> right.
4: Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if it's we, working.
0: Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> what you you reached your hand? I'd like to throw it to you.
4: I know, but I I just forgot where it was for a second, so I'm just gonna hand sanitize it. It's not
0: my hand <laughs> What's it matter now? Right. It's it's. What it's are you old. gonna put it in your mouth now? Yeah, yeah,
4: but I hand no, it first. no, no.
0: Don't put that in oh, your. No, Corbin. Oh let it. I hand her.
4: sanitized okay. it and dried it with my dress. I just want to see how. So now it's gonna it taste
0: is. like hand sanitizer.
4: Which is fine. Better than,
0: Better than your taint. Your boys. <laughs> I would argue probably not. I would argue probably my taint is healthier for you than consuming hand sanitizer.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you do make your own yogurt. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do. I do.
2: That is so weird. Huh? That's done, Sam. A couple different levels.
4: 97.1 green. So, okay. Yeah, I'm saying it works, clearly. I mean, Okay. Sure. Yeah, and, and it was more of like a respect thing, which, but which, by the way, my lipstick, because I always shove this to the back of my throat, that there's... I mean, Why? No, the back of my tongue, like I shove it really far in my mouth, like right here. You
2: know uh, it's supposed to go under your tongue, Yeah, right? you don't have to cram yeah. it all the way to the back, just right under the tip.
4: Yeah, but I just feel like it'll uh, get a better reading if it's like all the way back to my throat. or uh, I mean, know. sorry, to the back of the bottom of my mouth <laughs> of my tongue. And so I... <laughs> Right there, so my lipstick is always right there, and so in case your wife finds lipstick in your pocket, be like, it was from Sam's thermometer.
0: Yeah, because you know what? If that were to happen, and my wife were going to go, why is there lipstick on your crotch area, Mm -hmm. you really think I'm going to be able to go with the line? Well, it was on the thermostat, the temperature gauge, to check my... Ball sack, honey. Well, we were just it was tr- Sam's. But <laughs> you think any of that would ever, like, she'd be like, what are you talking about? Well, no, for the show.
4: It's for the show, yes. Okay, back to summer penises. Um, so it would be like if it's if a woman's boob suddenly got huge from May to August. Yeah, and and it- they don't. No, but for men, because of the uh, blood vessels in that area, Mm -hmm. and that what happens to blood vessels, and they get hot, they swell, Mm -hmm. so when you have a summer penis, your penis then enlarges during the summertime. There's
0: blood veins, at least, looks like a Google map most of the time on a woman's (laughs) breast.
4: Yeah, but not as, it doesn't do the work of uh, what the blood vessels of the penis do. Huh? When I'm aroused, my blood vessels don't swell in my breasts and make them bigger.
0: No, but your nipples get hard.
4: Okay, yes, but that has nothing to do with blood vessels.
0: So if that's true, then there'd be other things that would elongate Uh, because of the heat.
4: Yeah, but this is specifically because of blood flow.
0: Right. This is stupid. This is incredibly stupid. The amount of blood flow it takes to do the thing we're dancing around mm-hmm. <laughs> is well, in – in people don't even – can't even comprehend it.
4: So – So this doctor spoke to several urologists who backed up that the men's claims of summer penises and says that the fact that the blood vessels may expand in the summer to regulate heat, unlike in winter months when the blood vessels contract to not regulate the heat.
0: So then winter penis is a thing. Winter penis is a thing too, Yeah.
4: yeah. I've
2: never heard of that either. It's
4: like it shrivels up.
2: It's really it. It seems to be the same year round, right? I'm just saying. That. You're either a grower or a shower. That's it. Unless you get into
0: like a pond in Canada right. in December, right. then yes, yes.
4: Well, I'm just saying now that we're in the summer months, and just I I would advise you boys to pay attention when you're getting dressed in the morning to or ask your significant other be like. Does it look What about the fact
0: that it's 72 degrees in my house? Constantly. I don't get changed outside.
4: I guess that's true. I guess maybe you got to check when... Don't check when you get in your car. That's bad advice.
0: How um, did they even duplicate the study to validate any of the information?
4: I don't know, because I don't have a scientist's brain. I just... Can't,
0: uh-huh. I can't she just only seen was
2: like, I'm going with it.
4: Summer penises... That's what I got excited that about. i was
2: Sam clapping, just so you guys know. Something <laughs> gets misconstrued. All right, we'll be back.
1: Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD.
0: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Kind of what everybody learned. We'll start with Sam. Sam, what'd you learn today?
4: Uh, The further in the back of your mouth, the better, just, you know, to be more accurate. And Gimpy's tadpole count is super duper low.
2: Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, learn if Sam wasn't such a heathen, her life would be better, and that I can't wait to be giving you the daily growth chart of my tadpole. What do butterflies eat? Ah, What do tadpoles eat? Ah.
0: Number one, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, Tadpole updates: the temperature of my sack. And Summer Penis. Yeah, Sam's back.
2: <laughs> hey. That's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right.
4: I'm Steven Sam, and this is from mother. This is
2: Gimpy, and I'm sorry.
1: Make you, make you far too kind. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ready. Oh. Oh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cookin' raw with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to raw. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise.
7: your password. Corbin. New messages.
3: The Big Mad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to back like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total and
1: complete douchebag. We, we honor and respect you.
3: We honor and respect you.
1: We honor and respect you. God bless.
3: Rock and roll. It's over. Ah, sickle, Tulsa.
1: <laughs> God bless Tulsa